This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. More healthy than our offensive line. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. Uh, This fine Thursday evening, you have myself, James Radio, joined by my ever-optimistic co-host, Rob Cast. How does it feel to be the first-place Miami Dolphins going into Week 12 of the season and legitimately being one of the best teams in the NFL. Okay, so it feels great. But I'm gonna be honest, I thought it'd feel better. I'm I'm nervous. I thought I could I'm just, just nervous, be like yeah. I'm strutting around, but that second half, that's that second half, I that was a took the foot off the gas. I should just love that with victory we had, and I know we'll get into it. But that those like three straight sacks on Tua and Armstead out and the and the way we looked in the second half, all of a sudden I'm like, gulp. I'm like, I should not feel like this. I want to feel confident. Yep, I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, the game went almost exactly the way we said it would. Uh, they they'd get out way in front and then it would be garbage time. Um, There's did not like seeing that... Tua playing when Armstead was out, but I mean, it was starting to get, I mean, not like it got close, but there was a point there in the fourth quarter where I was like, man, if they score again, you're going to need to put Tua back in the game. I get, I, I get it. I think the, I think the plan was get one, one, get one good drive in the second half and then take him out. And then like, yeah. so that's, I think why, I mean, in my head, that's what I, I was like, all right. Get one more drive, you know, put, seal this thing up, and then take everybody out. And then it was more like, well, we got enough of a lead, and he's getting his ass beat. Take him out, which that's I don't want to take him out for that, because because he's getting bent in half. My like my our hearts are in our, in our mouths when they when they kept showing him bent in half like that. I'm like, no. Yes, and for those of you that might not be familiar, there was a, a one of the sacks, or was it a sack, or was it just a? I think it was a sack. Um, one of the hits that Tua took, um, it just, you know, he, 
he always it when he takes hits it always looks bad like it just because he's he's little and he like he bends the wrong way like it just it just didn't look right that one, so he bent all right um he was okay um you know he came back uh, he you know he, he's there, unscathed there no is injuries, one but, thing uh, and this is one of the things that made me a little nervous one thing that didn't go according to script is i thought we would be able to run the ball I, I, as when we get into yeah. the games, I yeah. had Jeff Wilson over and he, he did not like, there was no, even without, yeah, we're not having Mostert, but Wilson should have had his, I expected like a hundred yard game from him, if, you know, without Mostert there. And like, we could not run the ball against a not very good, I mean, Texans team. So that's scary going into the stretch that we've got. So. I think the running game, at least from what I've noticed this season, it's it's very dependent on having the one-two punch. Like in the beginning of the se- at the beginning of the year, we saw Mostert have some success, but we didn't see Mostert really, you know, start to look like himself until Wilson got here, right? Like that's when that's when. And granted, the the competition was a little weaker. Also, I think that probably has to do with it. But um, you can kind of see it when they have each other to play off of, and then the defense are they're off balance. Um, there was no keeping them off balance. I thought maybe we'd see some Sylvan Ahmed to like to be the speed guy, but he didn't. I don't know if he didn't even dress at all, but he didn't play or see the field. Um, Gaskin came in in the second half, but he's not. Um, you know, he's not as fast as Mostert. Um, you know, he's actually kind of a similar player to to, to Jeff Wilson. Um, so there was not a lot of there wasn't the dynamic difference between the two running backs. Uh, the passing game was good, not as crisp as it had been um waddle had a couple drops again um in this game it's kind of becoming he a habit. Also, i mean he's still amazing he but. also had a monster some monster catches went up and got yes. some so yeah i i'm not not knocking it but i just like there there were some uh you know there were some drops and then it just yeah it just didn't seem like they didn't really have to kind of i guess show up in the way that they had been showing up in previous weeks this was the defense was dominant i mean this was, was a game was, was never in doubt and we're like kind of nitpicking it so that one does show exactly show how like good this team's been this year that we can actually be so negative after such a dominating performance is <laughs> like we you know exactly. we expect so so yeah that's a little bit of a you know a little bit of a first world football problem there um, well, I was going to I mean, I was going to skip the recap because it's not even really worth it. I mean, they, right. they got up 30 to nothing and then it was like a kind of bizarre second half. Right. Like the defense was phenomenal in the, in the first half. Kyle Allen um, did look like he did not belong in the NFL and he very well may not. Um, but, he, you know, he came he played a little bit better in the second half when, you know, the the foot was clearly off the gas. But watching them dial up the pressure and the pressure they're able to generate now with only, you know, rushing four and five guys, as opposed to needing to bring the house to get to the quarterback. Like we kind of have gotten used to being seeing the last couple of seasons, just a, a really refreshing. I thought oh, Landon yeah. Roberts played a fantastic game. He was kind of all over the fields. He was, this is the type of game where he needed to be in. There were some plays in the second half. I noticed where Roberts, like when they were starting to pass more and he had to get into coverage and you kind of see why he's not on the field in those situations. He just, he's not a, not a coverage linebacker. He is a run stopping. He's an old school kind of middle linebacker thumper type of player. But when you get him out into coverage, he kind of gets, but I mean, I think all bit. the linebackers played well, like Baker, Baker had a good game. Uh, Ingram, Van Gingle had the pick. Duke yep, Riley was yep. in on some big hits, you know. So it was, it was a uh... yeah. The front seven was was phenomenal. Yeah, um, they held Damian Pierce well in check. He, I don't even well, think he, he he got, got hurt. Past 10 rush, did he get 10 hurt because Agum 
Agumlier or somebody else was getting all the carries in the second half. I don't know if he got hurt. Or um, I think the hand. game was just out of hand, and you don't want to have yeah. your best player in there in, in those situations. So I think that's probably why. But I don't know. Maybe he, he might have been hurt. I don't know. Um, well, that was one but... of my props. I think is I had the under. I definitely his under. So I, yeah, I, I expect yeah. our run defense has been good. Like especially if it's like that kind of bruising, like the you know the Chubs and the. The, yeah, know, it's PR usually the, the, the quarterbacks, the running quarterbacks down. that get us. So, um, Xavier Howard, fumble recovery, return for a touchdown. Sure um, we did. Excellent to see. Van Ginkle had the interception that was almost a pick six um, that led to another touchdown. Jason Sanders didn't miss any kicks. Special teams looked pretty good for the most part. And the offense was a little underwhelming, if we're being honest. But, I mean, it was 30 to nothing. So... <laughs> You know, uh, what's um, funny is like listening if you listen to any of the fantasy you know if you're into fantasy or listen to the fantasy podcast the texans are terrible to play your quarterbacks against in fantasy not because they're good but because they're so bad that they don't the quarterbacks stop don't have to do anything in the second half like they like Tua had a complete yeah. game at halftime he had threw for almost what 300 and two or three like and it was like three had almost 300 yards and two or three touchdowns by halftime that's a whole game yeah let me pull up his numbers they they, he yeah his numbers were good and they like i said they would have been even better were it not for a few drops Now they threw a lot he threw 30 times in the first half which is which is you know a lot well yeah because they were having no success running the ball true um, he was 22 of 36, so that's that's a much lower completion percentage than we're used to seeing for 299 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. So um, the yardage was there. Um, I think he hit a couple big plays to uh, to Waddle, um, and Sherfield had some some catches as well. Hill also uh, five for 85 uh, receiving, or six for 85 for Hill it was five for 85 for Waddle. Um, River Craycraft, he showed up in a big way. Four catches, 55 yards for him. Trent Sherfield, two for 33. Cedric Wilson, two for 26. Um, and then you had a slew of guys with one catch, including Durham Smythe with a touchdown. Um, zero catches for Mike Kosicki. Um That was disappointing, but I guess it was he had a, Craig Kraft he had a in, that, in that role. So. He, he had a target. A he did. single target. A single target. Smythe also um, had a target. How did he do? Who's that? Durham Smythe had one target. What did he do with it? It was a touchdown. Uh, that was a very nice play that Tua made on that, by the way. Sure where he, he spun out of pressure, kept the play alive. It's right there. Um, you, you know, could see it to, on my screen. Love to see that. It was reminiscent of the touchdown he threw to River Craycraft in the Baltimore game uh, in week two, uh, where he spun out of trouble and found Craycraft running wide open. Um, so that was that was good to see. And then uh, on the defensive side of the ball, I touched on it a little bit. Uh, Roberts, Phillips... Um, both had, had, had big games, uh, seven and six tackles, one sack each Chubb had a, had a sack. That was a strip sack. Ingram had a sack, uh, five sacks for the defense on the day. Jerome Baker had a sack. Um, just love to see it. The defense was, was phenomenal. It was a inferior opponent and they did exactly what they needed to do to an inferior opponent. Second half was mostly garbage time. We kind of alluded to it. Kyle Allen, Ended up having an okay day if you look at his stats. That is not um, an okay he was, day. He was 215 yards, one touchdown, and two picks. 
Yeah, he was, he was 39. Not good. That's, yeah, that's not, not, not even. Good. I mean, he wasn't Zach Wilson bad. Well, but <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, uh, really, really upset. I don't think I don't think we're we're gonna get to play Zach Wilson maybe ever again. Uh, that makes me sad. Honestly, Mike. If I mean, a lot of people are forgetting that Mike White did this last year. He came in, lit up the Bengals for like four touchdowns and like four hundred yards. Then came and got hurt, and then threw like four picks in his next game. Like, like he he got a little Cinderella in that guy. He, he that glass slipper could be turning into a pumpkin or whatever things turn into. We'll see. They're at Minnesota this week, so um, it's a pretty pretty tough tough challenge for them. So we'll see how that one goes. Um, either way, I don't think we're gonna get to see. Uh, I think Zach Wilson has has played his last down as a Jet, I believe. Um, all right. Anything else you want to talk about in terms of the Miami Dolphins versus the Houston Texans? Not uh, not it was pretty much exactly like what we were thinking about. In fact, I said the final score would be 31 to 13. It was 30 to 15. So I was uh, I was pretty close. Pretty, pretty close. Pretty close. Well done. Any uh, any final thoughts from you there, Rob? No, I mean, we pretty much hit it. Uh Again, I'm getting greedy, and and all I can think about is the things that we didn't do as well as I thought we should do, and yet we destroyed the team. So, okay, well, we do have some time before the break, so why don't we preview the Miami Dolphins at the San Francisco 49ers this oh. Sunday, which is, I think, the game of the week, and there are a lot of good games. Potential Super Bowl preview, Rob. Potentially, this is a good game. There are there are there are some. There are this is this is like the best week of football in a long even tonight, the Thursday night game is a good game. It's compelling. Yeah. It's a yes, compelling yes, it game. Is. Even the, though they're teams we hate, but it's fun watching teams you hate play against. Yeah, each but other, they so. also mat like it, it matters what happens in it, so we need to be watching. And uh that it does. That it does. Bengals Chiefs is a is a hell of a game also because of I, the conference and uh but Dolphins 49ers. Lots of storylines, lots of storylines. Master versus pupil. Uh, Mike McDaniel going head to head so, against Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan, his mentor. I wouldn't call Shanahan his pupil. I know, I know McDaniel's far superior in his master. Oh, oh, you had. Oh, sorry, you had it the other way around. You have it reversed. Yes, McDaniel is is definitely Shanahan's pupil. He's been his understudy <laughs> for, uh, for years. thirteen years, actually. <laughs> yeah. Not just in not just the five in San Francisco. Um, they actually started together in uh, in Houston, where. Um, I believe McDaniel was a quality control coach for Shanahan's uh, wide receivers or offense. I think he might have been the running game coordinator, running backs coach or something along those lines. Either way, um, yeah, was with him in Houston, was with him in Washington, was with him in Cleveland, and was with him in Atlanta before coming with him to San Francisco. So a very, very long time that they had worked together. Um and they have very complimentary things to say about each other. They both run similar styles of offense. They're both uh, very, very good offensive coordinators and offensive minds. And they're leading very successful, hot football teams right now. 49ers having won four in a row. Miami Dolphins having won five in a row. That's more Eight than and three four. at seven and four. We are four-point underdogs on the road. I think we match up pretty well with them. The last time we came out here, I know they're different teams. Um the defense that we're running is pretty similar, though, and uh, we had our way with those 49ers the last time. Well, that time was the that was here. the blitzing defense that they had no answers for, and we can't we can't do that anymore. So so it is a little different defensively. 
Uh, schematically, it's it's similar, but I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, we're not going to be able to. We're not going to just have the, the zero blitzes the entire day. Um, but if you, if you remember, I, I mean, Jimmy was throwing up, you know, picks, and they weren't. You know, we were we had we were playing a lot more zone in that game than uh, than we normally did. I, I remember thinking that it was it was odd. So. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I think I still think we match up well. The 49ers obviously are, are, are different. They have Christian McCaffrey, who might not play. Um, Debo Samuel isn't the was not the player that he is now. Ayuk also is a, is a very very good player. Um, you know their offensive line is tremendous. They have an excellent running game. Jimmy Garoppolo, while he doesn't put the fear of God in you like a Patrick Mahomes, um, he's a he's a very competent quarterback and he runs that offense very well. So it, I'm looking forward to seeing our defense versus their offense. Yeah, agreed. Um, um, I actually, I want both sides. <laughs> but our offense versus their defense is the matchup of the week. I mean, this is – I heard a stat today that if you only count the snaps where Tua was the quarterback by whatever, like DVOA or EPA per whatever – like our offense is actually number one, better than the Chiefs. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I I think I mean numbers are numbers, but I think just yeah. watching them, they they look like the best offense right. in in the NFL. They're a much different offense than the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are a lot more. They they spread it around a little bit more, though. We do a pretty good job of that, but it is a it's a different style and, of uh, and of, Mahomes of Mahomes is incredible. Mahomes is the best yeah. quarterback in the league. So like, yeah, they can. They can get, that makes up for stuff for lack you know lack of talent elsewhere. Um, the Chiefs did come out here and have their way with the 49ers. And by the way, I was kind of teeing that up for you, like oh. you know for our offense versus their defense because I was talking about I was excited for to see our defense go against their offense. But I know the marquee matchup is our offense versus their defense. It's gotcha. Number one well, defense versus when you number said that, one offense. When you said it, so, I'm like, wait, which one did he say? Did he say our <laughs> our, our offense or our defense? I'm like, no, he I know it's late on that. the East Coast and. We don't we don't drink nearly as much as we used to when we do these podcasts. Actually, yeah. and by not nearly enough or not nearly as much, I mean we don't drink at all not anymore at all. on these podcasts. Well, now we used we're to do it in person; it was more fun. Drunk with exhaustion is is uh, is probably a better a better term for it. But yeah, watching the you know our offense versus that defense uh, is definitely the you know that's the marquee matchup. I am very excited to see our defense versus their offense, though. Um, Again, lots of lots of storylines here. So their defense led by Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, um, the the new safety that they're not a new safety. He's been there for I believe this is his second but he's, or third season. He's the new Taloa, hotness now. Funga, Funga. like yeah. he's he's a great player, very very fun to watch. Um, and their their secondary is much improved over the years. They've had some some issues back there. That was kind of their weak spot. Um, but they have you know they have a great front, uh, great front seven, and uh, very good secondary. So it'll be a a good test for this offense. I'm really, really excited to see it. It's not just the um, not just the front too. Is they are excellent with the with the guys you mentioned, especially Fred Warner and that safety. They're excellent in the middle, which is where we this offense has been thriving. We've just been killing people in the middle. Now, does this mean you know do we curve ball and now you see the outside the deep deep throws on the outside maybe? Um, who knows? I mean, I, it is watching the matchups here. This is this should be a chess match. This should be really fun. These guys know what they you know they know each other, what they know. It's gonna be hard to trick them. So it's gonna be fun to see what they do. These guys know each other's systems. I'm sure McDaniel has had this one earmarked for probably the entire season. So um, I think we are gonna see some different things on offense. Some things that we haven't seen. Uh, maybe 
maybe a Cedric Wilson trick play that actually that actually works. Maybe Ooh. some creative ways to get Tyreek Hill the ball, like uh, McDaniel did with Debo Samuel last year. Maybe some 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 more running plays designed for for Tyreek Hill. Um, yeah, I'm 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 really excited to see it. I'm sure he's got a very great game plan schemed up. None of that matters though. Um, you know, if if we can't block and, and protect Tua, so we didn't really talk story. about. The injury to Armstead. So Terran Armstead is the best offensive lineman that we have, as we all know. In the, the left world. Tackle. The, the offense looks completely different when he doesn't play. Um, he does have a slightly torn pectoral muscle is just what I hear. A slight tear in it, not a full tear. So he's not going to require surgery. Um, it sounds like there's a chance he could play on Sunday. And I think that would make all the difference in the world. I just hope he doesn't seriously injure himself by trying to go. And then we lose him for the rest of the season because this is by far and away the toughest stretch that we've had. Our, the beginning of the year was, was very hard. I was talking about that a lot. Um, but this stretch of the season, I think, is going to be extremely, extremely difficult. I don't think Armstead's going to play. Um, being realistic, we've got, we've got a really tough three-game stretch, as you just yep. mentioned. Going two and three in during this stretch would be amazing. And the least important game is this game. Just because it's at because it's NFC NFC, so obviously the Bills is the most important win, and the Chargers would be the second most important win. So I don't see them rushing a guy like Armstead back unless he's like completely ready, you know, completely ready. Well, he hasn't he been completely healthy all well, year, so. But I mean, it re-injurable. Um, the one thing that I was that I'm hoping we didn't we just didn't mention it, and we I probably should have because I thought of it and. Then my brain stopped working. I'm hoping because the little bit of of complaining we were doing about last week's game, maybe a little bit of a look ahead, right? That's a that's a classic trap game I think that so. we didn't yeah. fall into. When you mentioned that we've had this earmarked, and I'm like, yeah, of course, this game. I think we've been looking ahead to this game, and maybe they overlooked the Texans and still destroyed them. This just didn't look as good as we had hoped. So yes. The quick passing, gonna, we're going to have to scheme to a time and scheme the the even quicker. I mean, he's the quickest to throw by far, but it has to be that and more because we have not played a defensive line like this since Buffalo. And then I don't think they were this, and they're not this good. So, yeah. Yeah, I think at the beginning of the season, the, the Patriots, the Ravens, and the Bills, those are three very good defenses. Um, and, and we held up pretty well in those fronts, games because the Ravens had no secondary that game, but they but those are, those are good fronts. Yes. Yeah. And the jets, um, also had a oh, good yeah, front, yeah. and that, that was against our, our B B and C team on offense. So, um, yeah, I mean, not thrilled to see two go back there with, without Armstead. Um, but, um, you know, I, I am excited for the game, and who knows? We don't know if Armstead's playing or not. We do. It looks doubtful for Austin Jackson. He re-injured his ankle. He was not having a very good game against the Texans, even when he was playing. I think Brandon Shell is a has played better than him in in the time that we've seen. I know Austin is not healthy, so we're hoping that he you know is able to get healthy and come back. Um, would really like to see him thrive, um, you know, and develop under this coaching staff. So, um, all of those things said. I believe we will find a way to get it done. I do believe we are the better team. We are the better quarterback. I like our offense more than their offense. And I think our defense is going to show up with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder going to play the the number one ranked defense in the NFL. And I think they're going to want to show up. So 
Um, I'm going to say Miami Dolphins 27, San Francisco 49ers 24. Oh, I like it. I like it. You forgot something very important. We also have the better coach. Yeah, that's right. I said it, and I believe it. I'm not even optimistic there. I believe it. He is a very good coach. I'm excited. I'm ex- very, very excited about him. So got to give him some time, though. When you picked your score, I laughed to myself because all week I've been thinking about this game like we all have in the score. And I landed on 27-24. And honestly, I couldn't decide if we were winning 27-24 or losing 27-24 because this is a tough game. Um, but as, as it marinated, the Roptimist kind of grows it's like a mold and the optimism grows and the and the logic and and sound thinking goes out the window and fanboy comes out so i've decided we were on the higher end and that we would win no surprise i've predicted a win all season and i don't foresee that changing because we probably never lose in again in my lifetime or at least while two is the (laughs) quarterback but i bumped them bumped us up 31 21 Dolphins win 31-21. Love it. I hope you're right. That would make it a little bit easier for me on Sunday. Um, Okay. Uh, We are a little bit over time. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll take a stroll over to the degenerate side of things. We'll also handle Pick'em and uh, probably get a little fantasy camp in there too. So please stay tuned. This is Advertiser Content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are... It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And we're back. So, why don't we take a stroll over to the degenerate side of things? Normally, we tackle this when we're going over um, our predictions for the game, but I know we kind of covered that in the first half of the show. So, let's uh, take a look at some of the prop bets. First, let's, I guess... Why don't you tell everybody what happened in uh, last week's version of the degenerate side of things? I had a good week, but you, my friend, you crushed it. Three for three. You had. Look at that. Kyle Allen, under one and a half touchdowns. Yes, he had one. Damian Pierce receiving yards under 14 and a half. He had eight. And Waddle over 67 and a half he had the 85, as we mentioned. So you crushed yours. Um, I did nice. I had uh, Allen over zero, uh, inter- over half interception, and he threw two, which I think I even predicted two more than the just not just the one. I had Dave- Damian Pierce under 64 and a half rushing yards, and he had eight. So that actually eight rushing, eight receiving, or did I mess that up? Either way, he hardly did anything. 
Um, the one that I missed, and I mentioned this at the top of the show, I thought Jeff Wilson was going to have a big game. I had him at over 80 and a half rushing yards, and he had 39. He didn't even hit half. So that was my big whiff was the uh, I thought we were going to run all over him, and we did not. So that's where we ended up. Nice. Well, thanks for recapping it. It's uh, it's good to see. I think I'm getting a hang of this game. Where where are we at for the year now? I think I've had a couple weeks in a row where I've I've hit all three of mine. So weeks wise, you are killing me. You've won seven weeks to my four, but in actual bets, you are up twenty three to twenty two. So we're very Excellent. close. We're very close on the uh, on the totals. All right. Um, you might have to put so real money see, on this next year. We're, we're, we're killing it. Doing pretty well. So I, I saw a couple that I liked uh, this week. Um, there's one I know that we both like, so I'll, I'll, I'll cover that one first. So uh, Trent Sherfield, uh, they have his receiving yardage at 22 and a half. This is the first week that he's shown up um, on this. I think they're starting to realize he's he is the legit number three wide receiver on this team. So they have him at 22 and a half yards. I think he's going to go over. This is He is a former 49er. Um, you know, I think he's going to want to have a big game. I'm sure everybody wants to have a big game, but you know, there's there's some stuff there. So I think I think that plays I into it, and the fact that he's been well over 20 yards the last month. So I think I think he'll be over 22 and a half. I think everyone's um, a former 49er. I don't think you can actually count that. Fair enough. Um, the next one I liked was uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's passing yards. They have him at 26 and a half. Or, sorry, 26 and a half, 246 and a half, not 26 and a half, 246 and a half passing yards. Um, I'm going to take the under on that. I, I don't think he gets that many passing yards on this defense, as I was alluding to. I think we do have a, a very good game on defense um, on Sunday. And my last one is so they I noticed they took two as uh, passing touchdowns down to one and a half again. I was very, very tempted to take the over there. Um, that's been like taking candy from a baby for me all year, but I'm going to go to his yardage. They have his yardage at 272 and a half. And I don't think it's sustainable that he's going to be 300 yards every single game. This is the best defense in the NFL, but I do think we're going to be very pass heavy in this game. Um, and I think he's going to be over 272 and a half yards. So I'm going to take the over. Uh, Speaking of pass heavy, did you watch the McDaniel mic'd up? Um, segment. <laughs> some of it, some of it, not the entirety. It, 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 there was the one where he's just like, I don't people are crazy. I, I'm gonna throw every damn down. I don't care what people think. I'm crazy. <laughs> um, there you go. Yeah. There so, you go. so as you mentioned, I also took the Sherfield over that pop that jumped out at me. 22 and a half. He's usually, I mean, yeah. 30, 40 yards seems to be what he gets. Um, I was more than tempted by the two over one and a half touchdowns. I don't think we're going to be able to run even when we get in close. You know, they usually like to run it. I think we're going to be forced to throw it. I think uh, two touchdowns, you know, three touchdowns, five touchdowns, you know. That's Hopefully, what we're going to have. yeah. Um, five. The other piece I'm taking here, this is a, this is an, I usually go dolphin-centric, like pro-dolphin uh, props. I try to keep the optimist alive and everything. But this one's not the we have been get we got killed by George by Aiken George Aikens whatever the tight end tight ends have been have been feasting on us the defense is not I think I I don't know if it's play action we're we're very we're a very uh, aggressive defense that's why the running quarterbacks I think give us trouble because we overrun overshoot some gaps whatever it is tight ends thrive the Kittle's is at forty one and a half. 
uh, yards. 41 and a half yards is his over. Taking the over on Kittle's yards. I think you, we see 60 to 80 yards from Kittle. Hopefully we keep him out of the end zone. I like everything you said. Um, obviously don't want to see the Kittle over, but I, I get the I get the bet. Um, if Roberts is out there, that might be a, you know, um, a matchup they try and exploit. I, I would think with a receiving threat like him, Eric Rowe would be shadowing him because Rowe normally covers the tight ends. Um, we shall see. And does it um, well. I know we know yeah. Shanahan likes to scheme and, and get his guys matched up. He likes to create m- m- uh, mismatches. And boys and um, girls, when you watch this game, when we are on defense, watch Kittle when he's blocking. This is the reason why the Dolph. That's the difference between him and Gesicki. Gesicki is a great receiver, but the what works in this style of defense is the blocking because it whether style you're running offense. or passing. Yeah, sorry. Whether you're running or passing, it, there's no liability. He's a strength in both sides, and that's what that's why we maybe we don't see as much from Gesicki because he's he's as much. I think he's done well trying you know trying to be a blocker and doing new stuff that's that's what this offense really needs um yes he's a phenomenal talent um all right let's uh move over to pickham where i also happened to be perfect last week oh crushed me this one this kind of perfect hurts more because we could both be perfect in degenerate side but we cannot both be perfect in in the uh pickham because we're head-to-head and the by the way, Bucks they won that. How did they lose that game? They 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 had that seven point lead forever. I, in theory, I won that game because you only the worst coach in the world could could lose that game. And he's in in uh, Denver, so I don't know how the hell <laughs> how that happened. <laughs> yes, Bulls is not the worst coach in the world. I will, I will but he's play. He's does some bad things. I, I like. Yeah. Bull. I've always liked Bulls since he was here. And yeah. I think he's done it. I mean, him and Leftwich, and Leftwich was like a head coach of Canada. I mean, they've, and I'm in the Tampa Bay area, so I hear it more than most folks. I mean, they've been terrible. Like, because Brady does, yeah. it's not like Brady looks bad. It's not like he can't throw deep or something. It's like he still looks like he's, I don't get it. No, the play calling's the play call, off. Yeah, yeah, play calling's just, terrible. Just off. They're just off. So I, I was right there. Um, yep. I had the Falcons. I had, or, the Falcons. I had the Falcons. You had the Falcons plus four. Uh, that did not happen. That was a close. That and, was closer. I forgot. Oh, that was the Commanders, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you had the Titans plus one and a half, and the Bengals beat them by four. So yeah, they were close. Uh, clean sweep for radio in Pickham. Boo! And this isn't even close. You're destroying me. This in Pickham. It's like, oh, was that twenty nine to eleven? Twenty nine to thirteen. Twenty to thirteen. <laughs> I don't know why it's that weird kind of. It's twenty to thirteen, but eight weeks to three. Oh, twenty to thirteen. Yeah, yeah, eight weeks to three. Yeah. Um. All right. So, may I interest you in some uh, Denver Broncos getting eight and a half points going into Baltimore, who just lost to the Jaguars? I think. Uh, I think these. I think these Broncos are frisky, Rob. They seem like they're 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 putting it together. I mean, they were very close to beating the Panthers last week. Oh wait, no, they weren't. But. You I. Know. The Broncos okay. lost. I mean, I'm sorry. The the Ravens lost to the um, the yeah. Jaguars. So my I, dog, I my the, dog wants you to pick the Broncos. My I'm, dog wants you to pick the Broncos. I am taking the Broncos only because this line is eight and a half. I don't think the Ravens can beat anybody by eight and a half. I think they can beat anybody, but I don't think they can beat anybody by eight and a half. They're the the 
how many the Panthers, the Jaguars, they're they just they let they just the offense is missing a receiver. Lamar doesn't have enough pieces. The it just they're they're weird and they and they're and they're blowing the games. I mean, they I think all of their losses they've had like a 75% win probability at, or better. Like in ours it was like 90. So This game's going to be like 13 to 3 or 16 Exactly. To six it's or the 8 and a half. Yeah. The 8 and a half and Broncos defense is the only reason. Um only reason. All I right. could definitely see Wilson throwing one the other way and this is and and I lose this. Give me the Ravens. Cool. Um, game one of the the second game of the week, not the Dolphins. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs going into Cincinnati, favored by a point and a half. You love the Chiefs. You know you love the Chiefs. No. I'm, oh yeah. Why well, I get the Chiefs? Why did I write the Bengals here? I don't know. I'm looking at the screen. I don't know why you wrote that. I know who you like, Rob. You like the Chiefs minus one and a half. Ah, what not- I like is to put my stink on it because I'm terrible at pick them. So I'm picking the Chiefs so that they can lose and we can have potentially have the if we one. win in San Francisco. Not potentially. Be. We will then after we win in San Francisco, we will be sitting in the number one seed and above. That would be amazing. And home field advantage. I hope that's how it plays out. Man, it's been so I'm long s- since anything like that has gone our way. I hope it's I hope this is our year. But I do like regardless of, of all of that stuff, I actually like the Bengals in this game. Uh they're playing very well. Um they get Joe Mixon back. Uh they they played very well on the road think they in get Tennessee. Chase. Chase is not back, is that correct? Or is he playing? I don't know if Chase is coming back. Um, but I think with Boyd and Higgins they still have plenty of weapons. Um, on, on the offensive side of the ball, and their defense Actually, is, is now. That a, is I say, I think Chase is know. Chase is probably going to play, but be limited is what I, is what I think is he might be on a snap count. And um, I'm a stick so with for the those stick. of you. So we're doing this podcast eight minutes before kickoff of Thursday night football. And Rob, I know you really, really love the New England Patriots getting four points at home. So I don't. I love putting my stink on them. I want, oh, I, want, I see what you're doing. I'm, you're picking I'm, to lose. That's why you're so bad at this game. That's well, no, I am so bad at it that I do think, I do think that the Bills. Uh, by the way, the Bills. There was talk of Von Miller coming back, and then they just put him in IR, so he's going to yeah. be out for our game. I mean, sucks for injury, but we won't have to face him. And their defense is is completely different without without Von Miller. That because he's been amazing. So sucks. We know we don't root for injury because you know we hate when it happens to us, but. It and we're benefit. not scumbags. Yeah, yeah, and we're not scumbags exactly. Um, but that is happening. I just, I don't know the Al. You know, whether it's the elbow, whatever it is, the Bills haven't looked like the Bills. But and they do this. They did this last year. They look. They had this stretch in the Mortal. middle where they look, yeah. look normal. And Belichick. I mean, you know, he is even though he's the worst coach, the, the worst coach in the AFC East. He's still a pretty damn good coach. So. uh yeah, I'll, I'll take the Pats plus four. All right. Sounds good. Well, I will take the Bills. I think they uh, they have no problem beating the Patriots tonight. Um, cool. All right, that does it for Pick'em. Why don't we handle our favorite part of the show? Hit it, Rob. Fantasy So for those of you that are not familiar, Miami Dolphins Fantasy Camp is a game where Rob and I draft fantasy football teams comprised entirely of Miami Dolphins skill players 
And now we've added some new wrinkles where we're picking multiple defensive players or we have the option to pick defensive players as well. Duper flex. Um, yeah, this is the duper flex where it can be an offense or a defensive player. So um, it's an awesome game. It's fun. It was really, really hard when the Dolphins were terrible. Uh, this year has been a lot of fun. It's been very exciting. Uh, Rob, why don't you recap what happened last week? I know you had going into last week, you, you were on a two game winning streak. But uh, that I is don't think over. that happened. No, you you you, you got the three way sweep in our games. Uh, you all you destroyed me here. I had the first pick, and the first three picks are pretty chalk. They've been the same all season, except Mostert got swapped for Wilson. Um, but it's you know Hill. I go Hill. You went Waddle Wilson. Uh, then Sherfield is usually the next guy, and then I made the mistake of taking Gasicki because he's garbage. I mean, he he just hasn't been involved. Neither one of us hit on any of the offensive players, yeah. really. Yeah, you actually took Ahmed before I took Gaskin. Um, but on defense, Roberts and Chubb, you killed it on those. Um, I picked Phillips. I only went with the one defensive player. I put Gaskin thinking we were going to run all over them and he'd have the fourth quarter and maybe a touchdown. I was wrong. He did have the fourth quarter. He had the fourth quarter and the longest run of the day, uh, and he had 17 yards total rushing and one catch for four. So, yeah, you crushed me. It was 43-27. The Waddle and Hill were, were within one catch of each other, so the one, paint, one, one point. But Will, Wilson did have the touchdown. Um, and then on defense, you got 21 points between the two guys. You had the two sacks, the forced fumble, nine tackles. Um, that's a really good day. Phillips had a great day at six tackles and a sack also, um, but he was my second best player behind Hill, and that's not going to get it done. Yep. All right. Well, this week I get to pick first, so go ahead and give me Tyreek Hill. Who? All right. I will keep Chalk, Waddle, and Jeff Wilson. Not Cedric Wilson. Not Cedric. Although he's he's getting he's getting a little more involved. Yeah, he would he would have been he would have been a he would have gotten us some points. He definitely would have got you more points than Gasecki and me more points than Ahmed last week. So um all right. So Waddle and Wilson for you. I will go Mostert and Trent Sherfield. Nice. That is uh yeah, that is obvious to do that. I'm actually changing. I'm changing right now. You're gonna I, go Craycraft I'm, over I'm sw- over Gasicki? I'm doing Craycraft over Gasicki because because why the hell not? Um, I had picked Kasiki when we do this offline. Um, I'm switching it to Craycraft, and because of the tackles, uh, Rob Landon Roberts has been just killing it in this as having that floor of like eight to ten points, and had the sack, you know, which is even better. So I'm taking I'm taking him ahead of all of the better defenders, the flashier defenders. I want that floor of getting, you know, at least seven points in tackles. All right. Yeah, like I, Landon Roberts should be on the field a lot because they're a very the 49ers a very run so heavy team. So should because, see a lot of him. Because I changed my mind, you are Gasicki is available if you want to put him in your duper I actually flex. thought about it. Um I'm not gonna put Gasicki in my in my duper flex. So this will be the first I believe this is the first week that Gasicki has not been drafted in fantasy camp in yeah, quite he's gonna some go, time. He's gonna go off. Put him in your DFS. I hope so. Lineups. I hope this is what it takes. If this yeah. is what it takes, this is what it takes. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm going to stick it. with my picks then. I'm going to go with um, uh, Bradley Chubb and uh, Xavier Howard. I think I think he gets. I think he gets at least one on Jimmy this week. Nice. And 
I was really tempted with to get to take Phillips, but they do have a good offensive line. I'm a, I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go back to Holland. I mean, Xavier. I mean, X and Holland were the were the guys last year. Those were the only defenders you know we would pick because they were between the 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 X picking it off and Holland being able to sack and get picks and tackles. Let's get back to it. Yeah. So Jimmy hasn't thrown a lot of picks this year. I believe he only has four on the year. Um, but one of the, I, I know that McDaniel knows him well, and I know he doesn't really get his hands on the defense too much. Um, but he should, I'm, I'm sure he's going to have some, some conversations with the secondary this week about the types of things that Jimmy does and does not do well. So, um, I, I think we're going to, I think we're going to get at least one, at least one pick of, of Jimmy. I like it. I'm here oh. for it. All right. Um, I do have a little bit of a time stop, so I don't have a ton of time for the nonsense today, Rob. But uh, anything interesting that you're watching on uh, on on the television or any other uh, cool kind of pop cult- culture media stuff that you're into uh, right now? No, I have not been. Uh, I've sort of not been taking care of anything. I'm very much trying to get the psych the lady up to watch andor i'm 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 very i very much need to get that i know it's i need to watch the last episode i, I still have not done it. that yet so so look at that that's that's what i'm trying to trying to get get done cool i um i won the super bowl in madden last night miami nice. dolphins defeated the san francisco 49ers so ah, wow hopefully a uh, yeah hopefully I'm, a foretelling of things to come i'm in 2034 and i'm just I just playing for it. All right, let's go. Let's go Dolphins.